0: So welcome back to You Are The Magic and I have the most beautiful, amazing Sarah Bro with me today. She has a phenomenal story that really has made my heart sing and just the beauty in all of it. So welcome to the show, Sarah.
1: Thank you, Alexis. You're
0: very welcome. I'm so happy to be
1: here.
0: I know. I'm so happy that you are here and Just when we're talking before we started to record, all the things that you have accomplished and everything that you've been through this year with everything else that's been going on. But let's just dive into the beginning of your journey and your story when you started out in teaching and you did that for quite some time.
1: Yeah, 15 years I was a teacher. I taught um, high school English to international students, so immigrants and refugees and loved it um and then i had kids and that was um and a, a surprise for how how draining being a parent was so then i started teaching in the college age because it college students demand less more emotional attention and then um after that i decided to take a break and do something that I was really passionate about, which is writing. And so I went and got my master's in creative writing.
0: And so when you got your degree in creative writing, what happened next and what was the, what really made your heart sing around studying creative writing? And also you, did you do that full time while you had your kids?
1: No. So, um, What's really cool about writing school is they have these things called low residency programs where you'd go for 10 days out of the semester, take all your classes, you know, it was classes booked all day long. And then you got paired with a writing instructor or, you know, a professor that oversaw any writing that you did for the semester, the rest of the semester. And so... I would um, meet with that professor individually throughout the semester online or um, via email. And so I did that for two and a half years. And then, um, so I was home full-time with my kids. I taught um, part-time like one or two classes um, at Vanderbilt University, I'm in um, Nashville, Tennessee. And then um, once I got my degree, then it was like, oh well, what's next? And I think, I think what really made me um, choose that was my husband um, encouraged me because he was like, I knew I wanted to get my master's, and um, he encouraged me to get it. Something you know, spend time studying something that really lit my fire, and um, and so I, I really actually. Um, was reading David Sedaris at the time. I don't know if you're familiar with him, but he is a hilarious essayist and, um, tells stories about his real life and is just a genius in, um, and how he tells a great story that, um, brings enlightenment on social, um, norms. And, um, anyway, I just, I find him delightful and, as I was reading that, I was like, "I can do this, and I want to do this." And so I started writing things, and that's when I decided to go into um, creative writing. But once I graduated, I had a really hefty um, student loan. So then I had to decide, "Oh yeah, now I got to figure out how to make money using creative writing." And I think this the traditional creative writer makes probably about thirty dollars a year, and um, so I decided, okay, I, I need to do something that, um, that I can pay my student loans back. And so I started doing marketing and um, writing uh, blogs and social media. And turns out I really love that too. So um, then that has kind of led to brand storytelling, which I absolutely love helping companies tell their story in a way that um, really ignites their business and connects with their customers.
0: I love that. And I love that you've moved through all of this whilst having children and your husband supporting you and you shifted into using your um, creative writing into marketing and doing something that was feeding your soul to really help other people um, in that. And yeah, I just love that. And before we jumped on, you mentioned to me this is something that's close to my heart. My auntie went through this, and oh. I feel that this is something that um, we do need to talk a little bit more about. And I feel that supporting women, but also ex- what you said, which was your focus this year. So, can you just give me a little bit of a rundown of the focus that you had this year, and then the story and all of the events that happened after you you went and had.
1: Um, yeah, well, at the beginning of every year, I like to, um, be intentional about setting my goals for the year and not just in business, but also in my personal life, um, in my marriage, in my parenting. And so one of my goals was to really, um, get my health under control. And, um, cause I knew, I knew there were some things that were off. And I um, hadn't, I haven't had great insurance, which is a problem here in the States. So, you know, I just decided, okay, I'm going to invest in my health and stop saying I'm not going to do it because of money. So I think self-care is really important. So I thought, okay, I'm going to invest in self-care. And so I went to my primary care physician and just said, okay, I I need all the tests done. You know, I know I need a um, a mammogram because it's been a couple years, and um, I had a mammogram, and then they called me back for a second mammogram, and then a biopsy, and then they found that I had um, breast cancer. So I had two types of breast cancer, um, but it was very early on, um, and so it really is very divine that I. Um, chose that as one of my goals for the year and that I went and got tested because the early detection saved my life. So then I got um, diagnosed in February of this year. And then I had my surgery, a double mastectomy in March. And then in June I had reconstructive surgery and I am now cancer free. Yay.
0: (laughs) And and, and and congratulations that you're cancer-free. And it's been such a huge year for everyone. Not yeah. only what's going yeah. on, but to add on top of that, the stress of what you've gone through. So how how did you mentally move through all of that? What were the things? What were the what were the things that kept you moving through it?
1: Yeah, I mean, you- this year is definitely a shit show for everybody. And I think that. Um, adding breast cancer to it was just like, you know, the icing on the, uh, the, maybe we'll call it a shit cake. <laughs> of the year. Um, but yeah, I, um, it's funny. I did employ a marketing strategy to my experience and I, um, posted on my store, my Instagram stories a lot just to. Just to connect with people, I knew I needed community and a support system. Um, I think a lot of times as um, women, we are we expect ourselves to just handle it all, and um, and not not tell people what we need because we're trying to prove something. Um, and I mean, I just think that culturally we don't um, expose ourselves very often. So. I went to Instagram and told everybody that follows me that I had breast cancer and that I was going to start this journey and that I was going to um, employ the hashtag make cancer fun again. And that was just kind of a tongue in cheek way to just say, I'm going to find the beauty in this and um, I'm going to make it as fun as possible. So actually, it worked. And, um, you know, I got so much support from my girlfriends and really had people come around me. They gave me a boob voyage party. And um, so they made me a cake in the shape of, shape of boobs. And my I had balloons um, that looked like boobs. And they wrote letters and um, poems dedicated to my boobs. And so I thanked them for their service and then um, went into surgery um, the following week. And so I think, you know, really some of the skills that I've learned from being an entrepreneur is to really, you know, make milestones, um, you know, set your goals in small, you know, chunk up your big goals into smaller milestones and then celebrate those milestones. And so, I did a lot of celebrating, um, during, during it. And so that, that really helped and, um, really helped me make cancer fun again. And, uh, what was really amazing is during, it just so happened that during this time, um, Keep A Breast Foundation, um, it's their 20th anniversary. It's a nonprofit that works to, um, help with, um, early detection and, you know, reminding women to check themselves and, um, they put on a, an art show that has started in March and has, is culminating now. Um, so it started four days before my surgery, I got casted. So they did a plaster cast of my breast, and then they shipped my breast off to, um, another country and a, an artist painted them. And then, um, So 86 women in Nashville, Tennessee got casted and, um, their breast casts have been turned into works of art and now, um, they're going to be sold at auction and to raise money for, um, breast cancer awareness in time for October's is actually breast cancer prevention month. So, um, so I will be able to like, you know, bookend this total experience with another celebration. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's actually been a phenomenal time of really practicing celebration in the midst of COVID and, um, quarantine, you know, everybody was quarantined at the same time I was when I was recovering. So I didn't have FOMO. Um, and I was able to just embrace the time, um, being at home and, being with my neighbors in our front yards, uh, socially distanced. So it was great. I,
0: I love everything that you just said. And I, what the two things that really stood out for me was let's make cancer fun again. And you use that to enjoy the journey more, I guess. And that you use your entrepreneurial skills to create milestones and to celebrate the wins along the way of all the things, the celebrations of people coming to see you and the, the balloons and the the cast and all of the things that are happening that you used, you shifted your mindset from, poor me, poor me, this is happening to me, to well, how can I make this more fun? How can I make this an enjoyable experience? And how can I create milestones along the way? Yeah, I, and how I can I that.
1: use it to serve others? Um, and so I think being a part of that nonprofit has helped me go. Oh, yeah, I need to remind all my friends to get checked. You know, and um, but yeah, I think it was a big mindset mindset shift, and I was able to use my sense of humor um, as part of it.
0: Yeah, I love 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 that. I've really enjoyed hearing all about your story from working in as a teacher, moving over and studying whilst having little children and doing the 10 days intensive days and then using your creative writing and using it to do marketing and to help more people within their worlds. So is there anything that you have to gift the gifts, um, the gifts, gift the guests, the <laughs> the listeners, um, or is there yeah, something I would, that you can recommend for them to go check out? What have you got for us?
1: Well, I would say first my recommendation, um, there is a great book that was written by Don Miller, Donald Miller, um, and it's called um, Store, uh, Building a Story Brand. And so it's really using storytelling um, techniques and a storytelling framework to... Um, create your brand message, which um, number one positions your customer as the hero of the story you're telling. So that's number one. So go get that book because everybody needs it if you're trying to market yourself. And then um, number two, I would love to give your listeners a free um, website audit that really checks your website for that story. Are you being clear about that story? And um, also, is your is your website garnering the attention and the um, credibility it needs for Google to actually put you up in the list um, on that first page? So, um, yeah. So i would I would love to just look at your websites and give you. Just my two cents on how it's performing and really comes with some suggestions on what you need to change to um, get your website working for you and not against you. Amazing,
0: amazing, amazing. And where can people find you if they want to connect with you on the socials?
1: Yeah, LinkedIn, Sarah Bro is um, my LinkedIn. It's B R A U D. But pronounced without the D, bro. Um, and I'm also on Instagram and Twitter. On Twitter, I'm bro knows And um, my website is brocreative.com.
0: Love that. All of that is going to be in the show notes so it's a little bit easier for all the guests. I don't know why I keep calling everyone guests today, but you're my guest today. <laughs> All the listeners, all the listeners can find you (laughs) in there. Um, that was amazing. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your beautiful, gorgeous story
1: with us, Sarah. Thank you, Alexis. We have come to the end
0: of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests thank you again for tuning in I am Alexis Jane remember you are the magic